Player 2, this is Player 1, plugging in. Player 1 is initiating connection. Player 1 is online. Player 1, this is Player 2, plugging in. Player 2 is initiating connection. Player 2 is online. All players have successfully connected. You are now plugged into the Plug and Play podcast. Initiating setup sequence. Thank you for tuning in. This is episode 144 of the Plug and Play podcast. I'm your host, Zach, and alongside me, as always, is Tim. So, Tim, this has been a week. I have a headache, so I'm going to let you talk. All right. Um, so, Saturday, I got to watch my daughter parade. For how long? Um, well, half the battle was getting there because it closed off so many streets. Talk about your battle. Um sucked. You had to like, go way around to get to the area, and we parked at like a Target and walked like uh, not that far. Found a cool place in the shade, because we established I burned in the sun. Yeah. Um, and then a whole bunch of stuff went down the parade before my daughter's uh, band went through. Um, there were sandwiches. Uh, there was a Jimmy Flying John's, sandwiches. Jimmy John's threw sandwiches at us. That was pretty cool. That's really cool. My son got a ton of candy. Like a lot of these... Uh, Floats or organizations or whatever. Like the domestic violence. Yeah, there was a domestic... Pro and against domestic violence. There was a domestic violence float. I wasn't sure if I should clap or not. Does that mean could be taken the wrong way? I mean, I would cheer as loud as possible. Okay, anyway, so he caught a lot of candy. He was happy about that. Like, he filled up, like, like almost half of, like, a Safeway bag. Holy shit. Right, he made a haul. Like That's like Halloween all over again. We were at the beginning of the parade, so people weren't, like, rationing their candy yet. They were just like, here you go. Just like... Handfuls, just literally shit. throwing handfuls at him. So he loved it. And then my daughter did good. Um, only got to see her for like 20 seconds because I just keep going right by. Yeah. She didn't stop and give you like a solo or anything? No. She no. smiled at us. That's about it. She didn't, couldn't even wait because she was holding her instrument up. Okay. But that was cool. Um, I reviewed The Butcher uh, for our site this week. Nice. And you can check um, the video review out actually on the Plug and Play Facebook page or nice. YouTube, wherever you want to watch it. And pretty short and sweet. But cool. We both enjoyed that. That was a fun game. Just shoot some fools up. Stab them. Blow them up. You, I mean, you can't stab them with a chainsaw, but I like, I like the shotgun. That's, yeah, that's very favorite. true. Shotgun is awesome. And then uh, at work, I got kind of a golden ticket. Someone knows that like my dream car is a Tesla. Uh-huh. And they gave me this... Um, I should have brought it with me, but it's a ticket to uh, borrow a Tesla from 6 p.m. to 9 a.m. What? And just do whatever you want with it. So, wanna go for a ride sometime? Yeah? Okay. Uh, I'm not sure, like, probably take you for a spin, then take Cheryl somewhere after that. That's cool. Um, I thought it'd be cool to drive down the gorge. That'd be really cool. Go to dinner out there and then come yeah. back. Yeah. Her idea was, like, to go to, like, a parade of homes with the wine and cheese things. And act like, <laughs> act, like, we're act all, like you can own one. Yeah, like, dress up nice and everything. <laughs> so that'd be kind of fun. That would be pretty fun. I want to definitely plan that, though. I, I'm sure I have to set it up ahead of time, not just you know, show up and say, hey, give me the keys. Yeah. Um, you have to go to Washington Square, because that's their closest dealership. So. Wow. 
Um, getting it back at by nine a.m. might be interesting. How the hell do you? Uh... Just someone knew I was interested in it, and they got a couple. Yeah, how do you get that? You must own a Tesla, probably. I'm not sure. Maybe. Huh. So I'm excited about that. Do you know the person who gave it to that? That will be an epic tech talk. Some, one of these weeks. That'd be really epic talk. Tech talk. Um, do you know I, the person or is it just like, oh, here you go, Tim? Um, I kind of know him. Okay. He's even offered me a job at one point, um, but I know his wife. Okay. More primarily. Oh, cool. I mean, I, I know him on a first name basis. We yeah. talk, but it's not like we go bowling or whatever. Yeah, bowling. It's definitely an acquaintance. You go bowling with people? We've yes. never gone bowling. Well, yeah. Who the fuck do you go bowling I with? I guess you're not my closest <laughs> friend. I might actually go bowling this summer because it's a really cool deal for kids. It's like super cheap. You get like a free game a week or something. Oh, that's cool. I think I might have to pay, but theirs is free. Anyway, yeah, that's awesome. We'll be hearing more about that on Veg Time Tuesdays if that if I do do that. But that's I kind of know the highlights of my week. Nothing, Sweet. Nothing super special other than that. I did a yard sale. You did. Yeah. I Sucked. Yeah. We did sell. Hey, we We've sold established like a lot. that your house is like. In the middle of like this war zone now. Yeah, it's like, it really is. Um, so it was hard for people to get to, but it seemed like you had a fair amount of traffic in the 10 minutes we visited you. Yeah, I mean, we did okay. We got rid of a lot of stuff. Um, not everything. That's but, the important thing. Um, you made some cash, hopefully. Yeah, I made probably about 300 at the yard sale. What's 200, 300, something like that? Is it okay? We did a lot better on Facebook. Hey, that's a lot a, better. That's a Nintendo Switch. That is a Nintendo Switch, and Jess needs another one, so. Yeah. Um, editor uh, Jessica has. On her fourth, fourth or fifth? I want to say fourth switch. I'm almost tempted to say fifth, but I think you're right at fourth. We should have her on for a tech talk. Just we should. Just like one tech talk segment like just on the Nintendo Switch. Maybe we can get her to um, record that for us and send it in. That would be pretty That'd funny. Be cool. Her story of how many Nintendo Switches she's gone through yeah. and all the different issues. Like, some of the issues I hadn't even heard of, honestly. No, yeah. Um, and then I broke in someone's house, like breaking and entering. You sure you want to record this on a public forum? I mean, they already know I did it, so... Okay, well, I mean, this might be my last will and testament before I have to go away for it. What did you do? So, there's this really creepy-ass doll that I found up in my attic. Yeah, wait. Okay. I think oh. it was, like, my mom's when she was a kid or something. I don't know. Did it, like, swivel its head and look at you when you opened the attic door? No, it blinked. That's not right. Are you sure? That's just not right. You sure? Yeah, that, that's not normal. That's not good. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so I put it in my car, and then for some reason, I almost got in a car accident. That was really fucking weird. Uh-huh. But I ended up taking it to a friend's house, and I knew... And now she's dead. Well, I haven't heard from her, but she didn't show up for the yard sale the next day, so I'm not really sure. But I broke into her house and then placed it halfway up her stairs, looking down, and uh, I put the little purse that was with it uh-huh. on her key, key ring uh-huh. um, holder. So when she walked in at midnight... Because she went to the new casino. Mm-hmm. She went to hang her keys up and saw the little creepy-ass crochet purse hanging there. And then she said that she was too afraid to go upstairs. And finally, when she got up the nerves, she couldn't find the doll downstairs. She went, turned Wait, the, the corner. Doll moved? No. She okay. turned the corner to go up the stairs, and there's the doll sitting halfway up the stairs staring down at her. <laughs> and so she slept downstairs on the couch. I'm not really sure. But my, co- my coffee the next morning tasted really funny. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Yeah. At least you're still alive. Exactly. So, and so is she, I think. All right. I don't know. So, that's what I did this week. Uh, did you play any games? Kind of. All right. I didn't play that much either. I played Butcher to finish it off for the review. Um, I'm still playing Prey. For me, kind of a long game, like a 20 hour game. So, sure. I'm kind of chipping away at it. Um, 
hopefully I'll get that reviewed at some point. It's not like a follow up for you then. You're actually gonna finish it? Um, yes. Okay. Um Old Man's Journey is a game I picked up for The fuck is that? It's a mobile game. Oh um, right, you showed it to me. Yeah, I'm gonna put a quick look up on the on the site on nice. YouTube pretty soon. It's beautiful graphics. It's really simple controls. You're basically just tapping on the environment to make an old man walk through the scene. That's cool. And then um, he'll see like a couple holding hands or something. And he'll stop and sit down and he'll like look up and have a memory. Mm-hmm. And the whole point of the game is like kind of figuring out the old man gets a letter at the very beginning and then goes on this journey. So why is he going on the journey? Like what's the story? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's supposed to be sentimental and it, That's it's, cool. Uh, gorgeous hand-painted graphics. Like it's, is it sentimental? Well, so far, I mean, yeah, I, but as far as I've gotten, like, he had a memory about when he was a young person in love after he saw the couple holding hands. Uh-huh. So basically, things in the environment, you come to a place where you stop, you have to find what it is. He's kind of pondering and click on it, and then it'll be like a little tiny oh, that's cool. cutscene. As far as I know, there's no words in the game, so it's all visual. Nice. But it's really nice. It was $5 on... Um, Google Play, and I believe probably the same for iTunes. It's a bit more on PC, actually. It's the same game? It looks like it, and um, it still looks great on mobile. I mean, it's a smaller screen, obviously, but it's crisp, and it looks good. So hmm. I'll have more for you on that later, hopefully, at least a quick look. Um, I don't know if I'll actually review it, but I think it's worth 5 bucks on mobile for sure. Sweet. So what have you been playing? Uh, some NBA Playground. Okay. What are you looking for? Um, I just realized that I don't have my tech talk in the room. Oh shit, so I guess we'll have to go to break and then come back for tech talk. Sure, we can do that. Um, so anyways, we've been playing some more NBA Playground a little bit here and there. Um, I didn't get, really get a whole lot of time doing it this weekend. Okay. Um, but I'm hoping to get more into it. And actually, I just downloaded it onto Steam, so I'll be excited to play it on an actual bigger monitor. Are you going to write a review or just put up videos? Um, I think I'm going to do a lot of videos, but I'll probably do a little, like, little blurb written review. Cool. So, yeah. Mainly it's a video-oriented type of game, not really. I mean, there's not a whole lot to say. NBA Jam comes back with new characters. Cool. Super moves, superpowers. There you go. You just Big bobbleheads. Just wrote your review. Good job. Yeah, thanks. All right, you want to finish our beer and then come back for a... Uh, yeah, sounds good. We'll be right back uh, with the Tech Talk and the Tasty Treats. So we know you like Fallout and Skyrim. But what about other games out there? You like any of those? We're guessing you do. Well... We've got the answer for you. If you do, why don't you head over to ASAPodcasting.com and give our general gaming show, ASA Game Talk, a listen. It's available for iTunes and Stitcher for all your listening needs. That's ASAPodcasting.com, ASA Game Talk. All right, guys, we're back. And, uh... I'm finishing off this last one so I can have the next one. This is Tech Talk. Tech Talk. Alright, so I'm holding what looks like a normal Bluetooth controller. Um, but you, um, as I'm holding it up to those of you watching on YouTube, you can see the OnLive logo. So OnLive was this weird experiment, and I actually got the first OnLive console um, at one of my first PAXs. Um, people that showed up at a certain place got a ticket, and then you could redeem it. Like it was, a free console? Yeah, it was a little tiny, tiny box, like the size of... I don't know, two, two playing decks of cards next to each other. Okay. And then a controller. This is a pretty solid-looking controller. The other controller for the first system was not as solid as this one. It was like a kind of a Mad Cats-esque 
Xbox 360 controller. Like okay. It, it, felt, yeah. it felt flimsier. It got the job done, but it was, it was it's okay. It's a piece of shit. Gotcha. So on live, um, I think other companies are, are now still trying to do this. The problem was they started back when broadband was not as good as it is now. Mm-hmm. This is several years ago. In fact, I'll look it up right now on Wikipedia to get you a better timeline. Um, basically, the thought was they would run the game on their servers, okay, and then stream it to you, and then your uh, input would go your input from the controller go to the box, go to their server, go to their server, ping back, and then you yeah. would see whatever hap- the processing would happen on there, and yeah. and they'd stream it to you. Yeah. But the problem was is that they didn't dial have dial up. Well, if you had dial up, like forget it. But streaming was an issue. Yeah. The game library was an issue. They didn't have everything. So it was founded in 2003. Okay. So yeah. I, I probably got my first online console at 2004. Um, so that was the first iteration. It was basically a micro console that you plugged in your TV. Huh. The second one was kind of genius. And this is um, the second one? Yes. So this uh, Bluetooth controller would sync up um, to an OnLive app on a tablet. Um, huh. So you'd use that as your screen. That's cool. And from what I've heard, it worked pretty well. The problem is they went to a monthly subscription at that point instead of paying per game, I think. And they didn't get enough subscribers. So I won this controller by, um, it was like a quiz, like where's the weirdest places you've gamed? Because the whole thing about on live is like you can game anywhere. Yeah. You got your tablet, you got a uh, Wi-Fi connection. You got a toilet, you're good to go. Well, Wi-Fi connection. Oh. And you can do it on the toilet. Yeah, you can game anywhere. Yeah. And this is before the Switch. This is like, I mean, kind of discounting the DS, which was around at that point. Yeah. But it was saying that you could PC game anywhere. So the contest was, what's the weirdest place you've gamed? And I have this weird tradition when I hike Angel's Rest um, in the gorge, which is like several hundred feet high with a really cool view. Hmm. I always bring my DS with me and just play for a little bit. It's like, oh, that's it's, cool. It's like my thing. So I had a picture of me. I sent it in. I won this um, pretty nice, solid Bluetooth controller. Um, I think it retailed for... It's a, it's a pretty nice looking wireless um, controller. I've tried to retro because it is a Bluetooth controller, and I've tried to um, sync it in, sync it to my um, Surface. But I had the same issues I had with that other Bluetooth controller, where it just does for whatever reason doesn't quite work as an Xbox 360 controller. I need a. I, don't, I think it would work. I think it would. Um, so I'm holding on to it because it's nice. But on live was a a grand idea, an experiment, uh, a console in the cloud. Just didn't quite work out. I think someone will get that concept eventually. I think at some point it'll be built into people's TVs. Like, oh yeah, you won't really have a console. You'll no. have a controller that connects to your TV. The TV connects to the cloud, and like we won't even have PCs at some point. That'd be a sad day when you don't have an awesome-looking custom PC sitting next to you. I mean, that just will be a thing that doesn't exist at some point, is my opinion. But Probably. online is just way too early. Too bad. Are they still around? Okay, they went uh, under. I believe Sony bought them. I don't know what they did with them. Let me pull up Wikipedia really quick. It was a Mountain View, California-based provider of cloud visualization technologies. And blah, blah, blah. On April 2, 2015, it announced that Sony Computer Entertainment had acquired OnLive's patents and that all online services would be discontinued. Sony operates PlayStation Now, a similar service built using the infrastructure of Gekai, Former competitor on live, so that's sort of what happened to them. Huh. Great idea. Um, decent execution as far as the hardware on the on this one. The the, uh, the first console was a little rough. It was functional, but a little rough. So that's on live. Uh, Tim's weird console that you've never heard of. Sweet. 
And that's. And if you had heard about it, that's fucking weird. Yeah. So, you ready for tasty treats? Let's do a tasty treat. I think uh, everyone's heard about this one by now. I'm thinking so. It is becoming more and more limited edition. We still see some in the stores, but Shadow Ninja is now Shadow Shinobi, so I still have a Shadow Ninja. See how yours tastes? Feels like a bootleg at this point. I know, right? It really does. It's kind of a dick that we're talking about a beer you can't get. Watch in there. Kick it? Ah, we're not there yet. I'm just kicking it. You can't kick it yet. I'm kicking it! Just making sure I got good audio for these lovely people listening to my shitty ass voice. Yeah, these people actually contacted us, didn't they? Yeah. I uh, actually... Mine, mine did as well. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I think I actually did a PAX interview with these people, randomly. They so. called us out by name, so yeah. Yeah, they did. Alright, so let's taste a treat first. See if it's aged alright. Let's see floaties. Yours tastes way better than the last one that I had. Did you change the temperature on it or something? Not that I know of. Yours is way better. Oh, I'm glad it's good. I don't yeah. know what happened to yours. I don't know. The last one I had was not... I mean, I don't know. This ninja went south. Ninja went... He went shinobi on me. <laughs> alright, let's, uh, let's do some kick it. Alright, team. Again? No. It's not what you think it is. Okay, well then kick us off. Alright, so my uh, kick, kick it is called uh, Hand of Fate Ordeals. Oh, I think I've fucking heard of this game before. Well, I've talked about Hand of Fate. And Hand of Fate 2. Hand of Fate 2. I've interviewed um, the developer yep. and the voice actor, who's awesome for yep. the game. Um, but this, the, the video game is based on a card game. Uh, the virtual card yes. game. You turn over a card and it's like a, uh, an enemy encounter or a type of terrain and, yeah. and, or like an opportunity like you see a treasure chest you investigate it it could be a trap um, so they've act, this kickstarter is for an actual board slash card game with uh, cards that's cool it is cool I mean it's, it's shit it's sort I kind of a, might have to buy this it's sort of a natural idea like um, I mean there's player markers that look like the characters in the game there's obviously cards you go through the same way you do in the game where you fight first the jack, then the queen, then the king uh-huh. of whatever um, level. And so the only thing you don't have is a cool dealer, I guess, that the game You has. get to be the cool dealer. So I'm going to go ahead and let them talk about it a little bit more. Hand of Fate Ordeals is a tabletop adventure board game for one to four players based on the award-winning video game. With a choice of competitive or cooperative game modes, players take on the roles of brave adventurers, questing for fame in the game of life and death. Hand of Fate Ordeals is played over three levels, and in each, you will attempt to find and defeat that level's royalty, the Jack, the Queen, and finally, the King. In order to be successful at your quest, you will need to travel across the land, take advantage of the places and characters you encounter, and improve your abilities and equipment. Starting with only the most basic cards, spend your effort to purchase new 
and more powerful cards from the dealer. Making your deck and your character stronger. Cards can grant you special abilities, allow you to attack more effectively, provide food for your travels, and provide more effort to spend on even stronger cards. Improve your character further with powerful weapons, armor, and trinkets to further customize your play. Choose your path wisely and prepare well as you will face many enemies during your travels. Weapon cards allow you to prepare attacks ahead of time and unleash devastating combos to lay waste to your foes. Slay your enemies and be rewarded with token shards. Make a deal with the demon trader and earn powerful relics. Quest for fame alone or together as a group. However you play, only the strongest and most cunning adventurers can hope to challenge the king and emerge victorious. As you just heard, it's an adventure deck building game of life and death set in the Hand of Fate universe. You play competitively or co-op with one to four players. And um, they're asking for $22,000. They've already got sixty-four or $65,000 on the second day, I think. Jesus. Uh, they're based out of Brisbane, Australia. Are they sending us a set to play? Probably not. Damn. I mean, we can ask, but maybe we should back it, too. I mean, I'm probably going to back it. How much is it? Well, let's find out. Um, this doesn't work Damn, well. I'm trying to find out. Okay. Damn. Shut your mouth. Go to the very top. Go to the very, very top. Yes. Yep. And then go... Rewards. Okay. So, welcome to the game of life or death. Um, you can just pledge ten bucks to give them money if you want. Um, for uh, 79 Australian dollars, which equals about 59 US, you get the Fate Pledge. You get the game, you get a Kickstarter-exclusive Callus Idol figure, you get a, a code for um, the first Hand of Fate video game on Steam, plus any stretch goals that happen. Um, this is, get, is estimated to be delivered November 2017, so that's pretty good. Mm -hmm. So 60 bucks, basically, not terrible for a board game. It isn't? That's pretty expensive, isn't it? Um. No? It looks like that's the only backing level. I think the only got one backing level there, Tim, unless you just want to give him ten bucks. Right, that's not really... That's all I see. Um, so here's what you get. You oh get shit, a, you get a lot of stuff. You, you get a board, it's a pretty intensive game. You get a board, you get markers, you get tons of cards. It looks like you get marker holders. Um. Yeah, they say the game is 30 minutes. Hmm. Probably about right. Um, so you'll die a lot. There's a rule book, obviously a box to keep it in. I don't know. It looks pretty cool. What does the box look like? Okay, that's not bad. And then there's kind of a um, play area with a little side thing. Yeah, sideboard. Yep. 
player boards in front of everybody. Crystals, food tokens. Yeah, it's just like the game. That's awesome. So that, that's a really neat project, and it totally makes sense for this game. Totally does. Like some games to <clears throat> to tabletop games are like a bit of a stretch. Someone was talking, I don't remember what message forum board, that they'd like to see a Resident Evil game, like the original, like set up sort of like Clue with the different rooms. That'd be kind of cool, I guess. I, I could see a game being made around that. Yeah, I could see that. That'd be fun. The, the original mansion of Resident yeah. Evil. You remember that? Uh, a little bit. So, yeah, that's my kick it. What you got? Um, I got Headhunters. Um, a new kind of tabletop game. Um, Look at that. We're both board top. I know. We're both board tops, this guys, and both packs uh, items as well. Um, it's a card-driven skirmish game from designers of Legendary Encounters and World and the World of Warcraft trading card game, where everything needed to play is stored is stored inside the head of a 5.25 collectible toy. So it kind of looks like one of those. Um... Yeah, so like it's What's those like a pop figure. Yeah, pop it looks like a pop figure. Yep. Um, you rip the top of his head off. You, you rip know. the top of his head off and your and your game pieces are there. Okay. You need to have two of them to at least play. So like you and I both have to buy one to play. Exactly. So you have to tactically position yourself for an advantage in combat. Playing cards, select from an arsenal of attacks, defenses and special abilities. Resolve combat, roll your dice um, to make attacks or defend against one. And stay alive, gain or lose special abilities and speed as you take damage. Comes with a rule book, components, which is the figure, a weapon, two battle platforms, combat dice, measuring string and winder, um, 36 card deck, four starting terrain tiles, and five health tiles. I'm going to go ahead and let them talk a little bit more about it, guys. council of mysterious figures known only as patrons have set out to recruit a new class of hunters to compete in their deadly game. Able to travel through space and time, patrons bargain with heroes of every age and dimension for their heart's desire. In exchange, these heroes bind themselves to their patron, becoming both hunter and hunted in a multi-dimensional tournament. Whether they are from the old world, Planets from distant galaxies not yet known but riddled with war? Alternate worlds where gods and magic rule one and all? Or lands shrouded in mystery any hero may hunt? Whether they win or lose rests on their cunning and skill. Under their patron's calculating gaze, history and legend's greatest fighters are ready to hunt. So tell me, fellow patron, have you chosen your hunter wisely? Shall we play? Headhunters is a new kind of tabletop game that combines a miniatures game with a collectible toy. Hidden inside the head of each toy is everything you need to take on another headhunter in battle. Once the components are removed, the toy itself becomes your hunter in this card-driven skirmish game for two to four players. During the game, players combine and place their starting terrain to create the battlefield. Once set, players move to gain advantage in combat or to create distance between themselves and their opponent. Each character has his own uniquely themed deck filled with an arsenal of attacks, defenses and much, much more. As play progresses and characters gain and lose health, special skills are unlocked that can turn the tide of battle. After the game, 
all the components fit back inside the head, while the hunter waits patiently for its next opponent. That's a cool way to hold a game, if nothing else. Yeah, I mean, they look fun. They look cool. Um, so each headhunter has five health tiles to track their health. As a character loses or gains health, they can gain or lose special abilities along with their impacting speed. Um, I'm just scrolling down. How much does it cost to get a headhunter? Let me scroll back up. Get to rewards. $22 is the hunter level. Single figure, select your choice of headhunter from Badru, Lechuza, or other unlocked character Eric Thamnison and Exono X9 are not available individually. Please note that a minimum of two headhunters are required to play. So for $40, Heroes level two figures. Hero level backers receive a double pack containing Eric Thamnison and Exino X9. Um, it's a starter kit. $80 to get you four. You get uh, the receive all four initial characters. Um, with this instant collection, players will have everything they need for games up to four players. Um, and so your game's actually more expensive than mine. If you get the whole thing. If you want all four. You could play with just two though. You could. Or for two hundred dollars, which is the high granddaddy of them all, eleven figures. Backers as the ambassador level will receive Kickstarter exclusive Patreon uh, figure. Uh, as well as a selection of 10 headhunters from all unlocked characters, backers may select multiple copies of the same character. Eric, uh, Thanison, Exo, X9 are not available individually. It must be selected in sets of two. Please note the Patreon figure does not include any game components. Shipping charges after campaign ends. See shipping section for details. Um, supposed to be estimated delivery of February 2018. Cool. So, that's uh, this week's Kick It, guys. So, actually, wait, hold on. What, what? They're looking for $40,000 U.S. dollars. They're yeah. currently at 5913 This is the first five hours of this Kickstarter, yeah. as we're recording right now. Like, we pretty much covered the launch of this one. Yeah, we did. 65 backers ago, 30 days, or 65 backers, 30 days ago. So, head over, guys, check out Headhunters, a new kind of tabletop game. Nice. All right, let's talk some game news. All right, Tim, what do you got for me? Um, well, do you want some sad news or a heartwarming story? Well, I like the heartwarming thing to start with, and then I want to crush us. I'll let you do the crushing one. Okay. Okay, so if uh, you write to a major company as a, a fan about your favorite game, you probably don't expect much more than like a stock reply. Right. But 10-year-old uh, Hibiki Sakai from Japan received a touchy response from Nintendo when he asked them to make War Rhythm Paradise games. So Rhythm Paradise is a music game um, where looking at the screen helps, but it isn't necessary because you follow the rhythm, rhythms and the sound of the games. Um, it's to the point where some players uh, close their eyes when they're playing. Really? So I'm going to go ahead and let him... I'm going to read his letter. It's translated. Um... Let me see. Give credit where credit's due. Sora News Twenty Four translated both his letter and it's Nintendo Japan, so it's originally Japanese. Dear Nintendo, hello. My name is. Wait, 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 hold on. You're doing an accent too. No, no, I'm not doing an accent. Shut up. 
Hello. Oh, no. Dear Nintendo. <laughs> I'm going to muzzle you right now. Hello. My name is Hibiki Sakai, and I am in fifth grade. I am blind, but I've always wanted to play video games like everyone else. But there aren't many games I can play at all. The one game I can really play is Rhythm Tengoku. It's the only game I can enjoy together with others, and I never lose at it. I've gotten perfect scores on all the versions on Game Boy Advance, Nintendo DS, Wii, and 3DS2. So I really, really want you to make more Rhythm Tengoku. Tenguko. Tenguko? Tenguko games. It's called Rhythm Heaven in the U.S., which is easier for me to say. But I've never heard of this title before. I have one somewhere. I could probably dig it out for you. That'd be cool. Um, it's perfectly fine if you make them a little harder, too. I think that there are a lot of other kids with visual impairments who want to play video games but can't, so I'd love for you to develop more games for people with handicaps to enjoy playing with others. I will always support your Nintendo, from Hibiki Sakai. So Nintendo replied... And they not only gave him a paper letter, that, but they also translated it to Braille. That's cool. So, that right so he cool. can read it. Right. Nintendo's letter to Hibiki. Thank you so much for sending us here at Nintendo your heartwarming letter. We are so happy to hear that you've perfected and enjoyed Rhythm Tengoku. Rhythm Tengoku. Tengoku Gold. Mina no Rhythm Tengoku and Rhythm Tengoku the best. We have passed your letter on to Nintendo's development department. We want to keep making games that everyone can have fun playing, so thank you for support. So even if they never make the game for him, that's cool. They, that's they, super cool. They acknowledge him and send a letter back oh, in Braille. Thank you very okay, shut much. Up. <laughs> Just, what is your new story to crush our dreams? Well, guys, getting out of Japan. Speaking we, of the games that will never be made. Exactly. Why am I an emergency call? I guess I'm calling your wife. I don't know. Um, well, she's busy, dude. She's not going to answer your call and be like, please hold. Yeah. Please, uh, I didn't know what you're talking about. Um, games, speaking of games that I'm super excited for, that they're probably going to crush my spirits on, Red Dead Redemption 2 has been uh, delayed till 2018. The developers explained what the purpose of the delay of Red Dead 2 is made sure we deliver the most extraordinary game capable we're capable of providing. Um, earlier this week, Rockstar announced that the delay... They had to delay the highly anticipated Red Dead 2, or Red Dead Redemption 2, from fall 2017 to spring 2018. Now, the executive Rockstar's parent company has shed light on something that says the purpose of the delay for Red Dead Redemption 2 is to make sure we can deliver the most extraordinary, uh, most extraordinary outcome. Um, See, I think this is good. They're just making it better. They're not. They're not doing what EA. Yeah, no. What EA did with uh, Bioware's. Uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. They rushed that game. They didn't put polish on it. The animation sucked. There was other bugs. They're making it good, so I have no problem with that. No, and they actually went on the further explain and say, we're actually not running it into any in particular issues. We're actually just building a brand new game from scratch, ground up, for the first time for a new generation console. And the pressure that we put on ourselves to deliver excellence and to delight the customers is extraordinary. We want to make sure that everything is appropriate and the appropriate time is taken to do to deliver the best job that we can. And that is what I and the consumers expect of Rockstar's games. Um, so we support empathy. In, oh, wait. What? Support so we, empathy. Yeah, we support empathetically, empathetically, the label's decision, and we utterly, and we are utterly, con, no, no, empathetically, right? Emphatically. Whatever. That means, yes! Emphatically. It's like, I feel you, bro. That's different. 
What he's basically saying is we're going to stab the consumer in the gut and throw it back to 2018. Today's vocabulary lesson is brought to you by... Jesus Christ. Which for what? Jesus Christ. I know he's a new vocabulary. <laughs> Alright, so that, that kind of sucks if you're looking forward to playing it this fall. So just so you guys know, according to the Rockstar's fiscal year, this actually pushes them to 2019. Yeah, fiscal years are weird. No so that shit. sucks for their stockholders, but whatever. Yep. I'm, that's, so, I'm glad they're making that decision. Um, but, oh, the news isn't done yet. The news of Red Dead Redemption 2 delay yesterday caused the company's share price to plunge in after two hours of trading. However, its performance strongly today, briefing, uh, briefly reaching a new all-time high of 76.70. It's standard at 73.18. So it dipped and went back up? Yeah. It dipped when they said they were going to push it, and then the executives came out and said what was happening, and then it shot back up. Yeah, investors are really skittish and yeah. stupid. I mean, I, I mean, I was one of them. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know what company I would own stock in. What company would you own stock in? Nintendo. Mm. They go through right now. No, Nintendo before the Switch is when you buy. Well, I, yeah, that's what I mean. You buy before the boom. Yeah. Uh, right now, if I actually, had to... Nintendo had a huge spike because people are idiots when Nintendo Go came, or uh, not Nintendo, Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go came out. Because I thought it was Nintendo. Which yeah. Is, it shows you how stupid investors are. Yeah. Um, no, if I had to pick a company right now off the top of my head, I'd probably go with NVIDIA. Okay. Interesting. What about you? Um, hmm. I say NVIDIA because they got their hands in so many different markets. Sure. I didn't even think about hardware. Um, I'd want a small company that is going places. Maybe some cheap stock in Tiny Build. Oh shit! Can you buy stock in Tiny Build? Probably not. Damn. I think it's privately held. But I was they, say, fuck! If that was available, but, I'm buying but, it. But if they had an IPO, I'm gonna stab my way on the. If they had an IPO, I'd be interested. No shit. So would I. Shares. Um, so we got some game releases. All right, what do we got? We got a really exciting game release. I'm gonna launch the first one, okay. and then you can take over because that's I love your pronunciations of the Japanese titles. Damn it. So we got a Wii U title. Um, uh, one of the final, by the way. Probably. Uh, no, no, it's reported. One of the final releases to the Wii U. So sad. Yeah. So, uh, Darksiders War Master Edition, which is really good. You should get it, no matter what platform you... If, if we use all you got, then get it for that. Um, I'm enjoying it currently on PS4, although I own the Steam copy as well. Hmm. Um, I just like the colors better on PS4. It's weird. It, it actually looks better on PS4, to me, than it does on PC. Mm, probably has something to do with your TV as well. It probably does. Um, I can show you later if you're interested. But. Yeah, that'd be cool. So yeah, what else we got released this week? Disgaea 5 Complete Switch. That'll be exciting for some people. Impact Winter PC. Mirage Arcane Warfare PC. Samurai Warriors Spirit of Sanada. PS4 PC. Steel Division Normandy 44. Roger Here, that. Here's the one I'm looking forward to you saying. Uma room 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 now. Not even close. Oh wait, there's no uh, Utarariamano. It's the Ooh. one really Ooh. fat chick that gave you mono, Mask of Deception. I'm gonna say Utawara Ramuno. I don't know, I think I'm closer than you are. It's a long word that starts with you and ends Some it. fat bitch gave you mono, Mask of Deception, PS4 and Vita. Friday the 13th, PS4, so, Xbox One, I'm going to check my PC. inbox because I backed this game. What? Yeah, way back. It was. Oh, yeah, you did a long time ago. Yeah, originally it was not, it wasn't going to be Friday the 13th. It was like basically the same story, like a 
a summer camp. But then the they killer. ended up getting. They ended up getting the license. Yeah. So they're like, holy shit, we got the license. We should kickstart this and make it bigger. Um, and it's sort of like a asymmetric game, like um, what's that monster one that no one plays anymore? Shit, where one guy's a monster and then there's three people hunting him. Oh, Left 4 Dead? No, not Left 4 no. Dead. Um, oh, oh, shit, what the hell is that called? Yep, Evolve. Is it Evolve? Yep. So it's kind of like that, except one player is Jason and the rest are campers. That's cool. So, yeah, I'm going to see if I have that in my... Um... Sweet! Oh. Get even! So, there's actually a new story that we almost didn't... Well, I guess we can cover it now. Yeah. I, I think, even though it's listed here as releasing this week... Um, the I think it got pushed back. Bandai Namco is pushing this back a month, I believe. So the game is like a shooter that's involved around rescuing a girl with a bomb strapped to her chest. And because of the tragedy, the terror event in Manchester... And I think the, there was another one in the world today, like a bus bomb, and they killed like 72 children It's or not getting reported because, for whatever awful reason, we don't seem to care about Syria anymore. Is that, is that where it was? Yeah, I think oh. that's where the bus bomb was. It was a much higher death count. Anyway... And it was um, all children. It was like a school bus. Yeah. So yeah. for that, they're delaying it for a month. I'm thinking maybe with the way the world is, maybe you don't have... Yeah, I'm thinking maybe you just don't release this. Well, you just change... Like, the girl can be in peril somehow, but maybe not have a bomb strapped to her. Like, aliens, and you're like, Duke Nukem, and you come in, don't fuck with my babe. The more real games get, the more you run into this problem. There was that, um... Yep. Is it Battlefield or Battlefront? The police game that was... Oh, uh, that would be Battlefield, yeah. Yeah, they delayed that a while because of all the... Um, police brutality and... Or police shootings, yeah. whether, whether or not you believe they're justified. But the timing was really bad for the release of that game. Yeah. Anyway, that's my little tangent on that release. I don't think it's actually coming out. So Let's get even. PS4, Xbox One, PC, it's not going to be coming out on today. Or on the 26th, I do not believe. Guilty Gear, XRD, Rev 2, PS4, Xbox One, PC, PS3. Rhyme, PS4, Xbox One, PC. We should actually look at this title. It looks a bit... Zelda-esque. Really? Mm -hmm. hmm. Okay. Ultra Street Fighter 2, The Final Challenges, Nintendo Switch. Don't Starve, Mega Pack, PS4, Xbox One. And Star Bridge... Close. Star Trek Bridge Crew, PSVR, Rift, Vive. So, my friend Anthony is really excited about this game. He's a huge Star Trek nerd. And if Anthony is listening to this, fuck you, Anthony. Wow. You're a dick. I know. Um, so what's cool? Sorry, I have to be a dick to my Canadian brethren because we're not putting a wall up on that side. Oh, they're gonna put a wall. I know they're they're, they're putting a wall up, so they're keep, the dicks. To keep our crazy asses down no. here. So um, Anthony's not. No, Anthony said if I brought my dog, he'd let me in. Yeah. So, so you got I that. Um, anyway, this game is like you know Star Trek, where everybody has their their position on the on the bridge. I've actually never seen Star Trek, but I've seen photos. So there's the captain in the middle, yeah. and then you got, like, weapons. Then you have, like, the weird-looking alien dude and the black chick and... Whatever, but they've got different, like, helms. Yeah. So this I is, saw it at PAX. So this is a cooperative game where everyone has, like, a job, and you have to communicate, and, like, everyone mans their station. So it's a cool idea for the game. It is really cool. And actually, I saw this set up at PAX last year, and it looked really cool. Right. So, so yeah. Awesome. Well, that's this week, guys. Um, don't forget to check us out at facebook.com forward slash plug and play show, Twitter and Instagram at plug and play cast. YouTube.com forward slash plug and play show. Which you might be watching us right now. Exactly. And if you are, hit like, subscribe. And if not, check us out at thebuttonsmashers.com. Over there, and over there, and over there. And you get a free car, and you get a free car, and you get a free car. You're paying for all that, not me. 
No, the Bonesmasters.com is paying for that, oh, okay. not me. Yeah, sure. So, and if you want to go to someplace that isn't giving away free cards, you guys can head over to PlayGamePlayGamer.com. So until next week, don't forget to prime. Prime.